welcome to Her Natural Potential Podcast. This is the place where we help driven women get healthier, wealthier, and stronger. I'm your host, Nikki Cork, a registered holistic nutritionist and transformation coach, and I'm going to show you how to level up your nutrition, health, and mindset so you can start living life at your full potential. Good morning. We are going to keep it short and sweet today because I have a pretty slam day, but I still wanted to share with you some information just about gut health. How many of you have been eating healthy? You're like, hey, I'm going to, like, I'm always bloated. I want to feel better. I want to improve my gut health, all of these things. And so you start eating healthy foods and you start incorporating more veggies and you start kind of eating more whole foods and you're doing all of these amazing things when it comes to your nutrition and it comes to your diet, but you're still bloated. There's a few things that we're going to be talking about today as to why that could be the reason. And sometimes it's not as simple, right? It's not as simple as just being like, okay, well, I'm not going to order in, skip the dishes, or I'm going to get takeout, or I'm going to eat like less processed foods. And although those are incredible, incredible, incredible ways to support the gut and support your body. There are also a few things to be aware of. One of the big things that we really have to remember too, is that even with whole foods, there are a lot of different processes and enzymes and like our gut microbiome as well are going to like the bacteria in our gut are really going to help actually like process and digest certain foods. So if there are any imbalances or if we have, have like our digestive system isn't functioning optimally and we're having trouble digesting certain types of foods, right? This is where even healthy foods can cause bloating. And so really paying attention to one of the big things to really pay attention to is vegetables, right? Like raw vegetables, very, very common to cause bloating because the cell walls, for example, of a lot of vegetables is going to be really difficult to digest. So if you're struggling with eating certain raw veggies, right, and they're causing a lot of bloating, one of the best solutions we can do is simply cook them. So it really kind of helps soften the, the cell walls. It really also helps with just certain chemicals and stuff that are going to be like kind of natural chemicals in this veggies and stuff that are going to also be a bit more difficult to digest and can also kind of contribute to bloating. So really paying attention to like cooking your veggies if you're struggling with bloating with that. So that's a really easy solution for that. And you can see if that helps. The other thing too, is certain types of veggies, right? You may have noticed if you are, for example, having like garlic or onion or cruciferous vegetables, they're also can contribute to gas and bloating too. So those are veggies specifically that are going to be kind of more common to contribute to gas and bloating. And so you can pay attention to like the types of veggies you're including and just watch that. And really also cooking will help with that as well. Now, another reason why we can sometimes be bloated, even with healthy foods, unfortunately, is food sensitivities and intolerances. So you can unfortunately have food sensitivities to even healthy foods. And this is the problem, especially if you are somebody who does eat foods um, quite often and you stick to the same types of foods, right? And you are also we'll dive into the next step. But if you're also dealing with high stress, then that can really also contribute to these food sensitivities um, over time. And so you may notice certain signs and symptoms like bloating, even from healthy foods. And so sometimes like taking a step 
back from eating those foods on a regular basis. This happens a lot with, for example, like competitors who eat like the same few foods and stuff because it's super easy to like hit their macros and everything. And so they'll eat the same few foods every single day, all day for months and months and months and months, and then they'll develop food sensitivities. So that is common. And so sometimes taking a step back, rotating certain types of foods, adding more diversity into your diet and kind of giving your your body a little bit of a break from those foods um, can help um, substantially. And when it comes to food sensitivities too, this is where even if you take like a food sensitivity test, for example, I'm not going to dive into things too much because we had a full live stream podcast episode conversation about food sensitivities that I did before. But when it comes to food sensitivities, even if you take a food sensitivity test, right, and you get this list of all of these foods that your body's sensitive to, it doesn't mean that you can never have those foods again. So oftentimes by taking a step back, really focusing on reducing stress and really kind of supporting our gut and repairing our gut lining, we can reintroduce those foods where it's not going to be this stressor or this uh, like immune response from the body, right? So again, with food sensitivities, healthy foods, unfortunately can contribute to bloating and different signs and symptoms. But again, paying attention to like what those foods are, maybe taking them out for a little bit, doing a bit of like an elimination diet and then reintroducing them and seeing if they're still going to be problematic. Another thing to consider as I just kind of like kind of teased a second ago is stress. Stress is a huge contributor to an impaired digestive system and therefore to bloating. So if you're noticing you're eating healthy and you're bloated from all foods, right? And it's not necessarily like one specific thing that you're having and it's not like, and you are cooking all your vegetables and you are doing all of these amazing things, right? Pay attention to your stress. Because when we're stressed out, our body is going to be in more of that fight or flight state, right? It's not going to be thinking about digesting food. It's not going to be producing the proper enzymes and the different digestive processes in order to really optimally digest those foods and that meal that you're having. And so if we are in a constant stressed out state and we're having these foods or we're not chewing or we are in a very like we're running around, we're on the go, we're scarfing down our meals really quickly right? Really, this can really impact our digestion. And therefore, too, we're not going to be breaking down and digesting food properly. And so therefore, too, we're going to be bloated, right? So paying attention to that, if you're dealing with bloating all the time after every single meal, and it's not like one specific type of food, and then it could be related to stress. So making sure you are in a calm state, your nervous system is in a calm state. You are re- like you're relaxed when you're eating, you're chewing your food well, right? And you're sending the right signals through your digestive and your intestinal system in order to properly break down and digest those foods. Now, number four, last but not least, is where our gut microbiome also plays a huge role. So if we are dealing with imbalances with our gut microbiome or what we call dysbiosis, right? So imbalances with certain types of bacteria or the good bacteria, bad bacteria and so forth. And so this can contribute to having more difficulty digesting certain foods, or if you have poor digestion and you're eating these healthy foods, they can still contribute to gas and bloating. And so this is where really focusing on balancing out your gut, 
right? If you're dealing with, if you've been dealing this for a really long time, right? And it's typically when it comes to imbalances with our gut microbiome, specifically like in our intestinal tract, right? The bloating will be a bit different, right? Or it's not going to be like right at the same time as eating and more like in your that upper bloat, right? It's going to be more of a lower bloat and stuff. And you may notice you wake up and you're bloated, right? So that's where that's going to be kind of more found in like our intestinal tract versus like our digestive system. Right. And so, but of course too, you can be dealing with certain imbalances like SIBO, right? So just really paying attention to those things. And like when you're getting bloated, like how often you're getting bloated, if it's related to certain types of foods, and then also where your body can be using that support, whether it be your digestive system or your nervous system with stress, right? Or it can be also your intestinal system. And so the approach to a lot of these things is going to vary person to person. But this is where just knowing too, like there are certain things that could be contributing to bloating, even if you're eating all the right foods, even if you're eating healthy. Now, that being said, there's also a lot of people out there who are quote unquote, eating healthy, but they're eating the low calorie, low fat, sugar free types of foods, right, that are still super, super processed, or they're reading the labels, not the ingredients of certain types of foods and still having a lot of different types of foods that are ultra processed that have a lot of fillers and binders and preservatives and different synthetic chemicals and colors and so forth. So again, reading the ingredients and then really stick trying to stick to whole foods as much as possible right in the most natural state as you can as our body intended to ingest and be nourished with and therefore too if you're still having trouble with that then look at the way you're preparing those foods and you're cooking those foods if you are having trouble with only certain types of foods or you're having specific foods on a like very common regular basis like every single day you're having the same rotating the same like three foods, right? And then it's like, pay attention to that because you may be having like food sensitivities and intolerances. That being said, with food sensitivities and intolerances, you'll probably have other symptoms as well. So again, you can check out previous posts I made, or you can ask questions in the comments and I'll send you the link, or you can see my previous live streams about food sensitivities where I dove a little bit more into those specific signs and symptoms. Also, pay attention to your stress. As always, it is has such a massive, massive influence on our entire body and how things function. And then if you're still struggling with breaking down certain foods or digesting certain foods, right? That's even though they're healthy and even though you're cooking them well and so forth, like pay attention to your gut microbiome because we also rely on our gut bacteria to break down a lot of types of foods. This is also why like a lot of people will struggle specifically with like a lot of high fiber foods, right? Or even like um, plant-based proteins and legumes, right? Because we're also relying on our gut microbiome to really kind of break down a lot of those foods and help us with the digestion of those foods. And so if we have imbalances in our gut microbiome, whether that be through poor diet, whether that be through stress, whether that be through other reasons, right? That's where it may take some time to rebalance that and rebuild that gut, like that balance with your gut microbiome um, to be able to reintroduce those foods and not have a problem. Because ultimately, right, we don't want to be having any signs and symptoms from nourishing our body. Like when we have meals and they're good quality, nutrient dense meals, right, they should make us feel energized right? We should have this boost of energy. We should feel good after, right? We should feel clean and balanced, right? We shouldn't be like uncomfortable 
and bloated and feel heavy and lethargic right after. It's like oftentimes that's related to your gut and your body needing some support. So hopefully that gives you some insight on a few things that you can just pay attention to. Number one thing right off the bat, as I said, like if you're having veggies right now, just try cooking them and see if it helps. That is one thing that we can really do. And then of course, to really supporting your gut microbiome, really supporting your stress um, and paying attention to the signs and symptoms that you may be experiencing if they are related to possible food sensitivities or intolerances. So enjoy the rest of your day um, and I'll see you guys again next week. That's all we got for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. One thing that really helps this podcast and other women who have yet to join us is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Please share with anybody you think might enjoy it. And also make sure to connect with me on Instagram at Nikki Park. Until next time.